Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today. Fourteen sixty KXNO's Thirsty Thursday continues now as we head north to Whiskey River and Ankeny for the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show, powered by Mechdyne. Now here are your hosts, Jared Stansberry, Brent Bloom, and Chris Williams. You gotta be close, right? Welcome to the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show, powered by Mechdyne on Des Moines Sports Station, fourteen sixty KXNO and one hundred six point three FM. Jared Stansberry and Brent Bloom. Here on uh, on the program. What's up? What's up, my man? We are uh, four weeks from the opening day of the NCAA tournament. I was just saying. I, I was. How about I, that? I was thinking. I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, man, I was doing the CF Daily Minute, and I was thinking, you know, Steve Prohm talked today about how they're one game out of sixth place, uh, Which is a fact. In, in the Big Twelve standings. And I was like, man. That would mean three weeks from today, the Cyclones, if they can get up into that sixth spot, they're going to be opening up their Big 12 tournament play three weeks from today. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's, it's not – you don't pay as much attention because obviously the NCAA tournament would take Iowa State winning a lot of games. four or three games in Kansas City to do it, and that's obviously unlikely. So you're not necessarily focused on it. But that's right around the corner, which is great news because it means that's a fun time of year. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that – that's interesting. I was looking at the standings today, and it dawned on me Wednesday night is not a guarantee for Iowa State. It's very possible they could get yeah. into the top six. I, I wouldn't say it's likely, but the bottom half is just not very good. I mean, they have a favorable schedule, too. Right. Like, you look at you look at Saturday against Texas Tech, which Texas Tech's a solid team, but at least you get them at home. Uh, it's a team that's kind of been up and down yep. this season, especially offensively. TCU Tuesday uh, night. So you get TCU they're, Tuesday they're night. bad. But yeah, they have not been playing very well. Got beat by Texas last night uh, in front of – I mean, I think they got beat by Texas. I'm not sure if it really <laughs> counts if there's nobody there to see it. But uh, they, that's, that's what I saw on the ESPN app. That was, that was the uh, score. Um, yeah. Uh, and then Saturday you get Oklahoma State. I think you come back home, you got to play West Virginia, which is going to be a tough one sure. regardless. And then you close the season down on the road in Manhattan. So, like, you get – you know, four of those five, I think, are definitely winnable for Iowa State. Yeah. It's like if you win two, you probably put yourself in a position, you know, to be in a tie. To, to be in a tie and, yeah. uh, and I don't know how all that works. Where it's like if you if you're tied with Texas, how how does that work? It's head to head, so they would split there. They'd split and then there, they just, then they go to your Squ- record against the highest ranked team and on down. So record against well, Texas. Kansas, have they beat any or- of those teams? No, I'd have nope. Haven't beat Kansas. Haven't beat Baylor. So third would be Tech, wouldn't it? Tech or West Virginia or West Virginia. I mean, it, so and it it so then it just kind of becomes a pecking order. Yeah, yeah. I mean, either way, I like they're as as rough as the season has seemed. Somehow they're still in position to to not have to play on Wednesday, which is pretty crazy. And I, I mean, I you know, like if you only got to play three games instead of four, four. you. Who knows? You know, I I don't know. I mean, at least yeah. maybe you could win. And, well, and even then, like if you if, if you, you're the sixth seed, like yeah, you're playing get someone, the, get out of the, the seven or the eight. Right, you're so playing you avoid Kansas or Baylor. Right, playing the three, like you never know. West Virginia, right? Maybe they're throwing rocks up. Yeah, and you catch a couple. That off their offense is bad, dude. Like well, I watched them again against Oklahoma State, and they're just. What was the final score of that game? They ended up winning by fifteen. Yeah, but they only scored like sixty points, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I mean, I just. It, Dude, it's just crazy how in college basketball in general this season, it's just 
the how bad the offenses are and you know i think there's a lot you know and we've kind of talked about this before i think there's a lot of different factors of it but you know the talent is one which you and i've talked about a lot something that i think that that i really it kind of clicked in my mind yesterday and and as as i thought about it more as i watched some games last night just you know kind of trying to see if maybe this idea was was right is when you've got a team who has really good guards defensively. You think about the Big 12 being Kansas, Baylor, uh, and Tech. West Virginia. West Virginia, their guards are good defensively. They're not very good on the other end. Streaky. Yeah, they're streaky on the other end. But um, with that three-point line being further out, you're seeing teams have to start their offense further out. But then, And then you've got those good guards, and then it's like you keep getting pushed further and further towards the half-court line. And that's why I think that those teams that have really good guard play, especially defensively, like their defense is like elite level is because it's like you can't just be bailed out by as many things because it's like you're so far away from the hoop by the time you're you're really even trying to do anything on offense. It's interesting. Yeah, the the three-point line has had a lot of unintended consequences. I mean, the goal was to open up movement scoring, and it hasn't. No. And it's fact the three-point percentage has really plummeted, but – I think you also had a, a talent drain like we talked about. I, yeah. I was looking this up today because I think there's a correlation here. As you get older, you become a better shooter. I mean, it's just it's just the way it works. Yeah. So, like, Fred Hoiberg, he, his first year at Iowa State was a 24% three-point shooter. By the time, Yeah, the game was the, different, too. Yeah, but, I mean, but by the time he was done, he was a 40% three-point yeah, yeah. shooter. I mean, you just put in more work. Look at Naz Long stats as a freshman all the way to a senior. Matt Thomas is from a freshman. You just because you have more reps and the more times you do something, you start to to get a better percentage. Well, now I think you're seeing college basketball. None of those guys are around. You know, there's, there's no JJ Reddick anymore. They're there mm-hmm. for four years that are staying to get better. And if you're if you're a junior and a senior and you're you're not in the NBA, then it's you know it's just hard to hard to build that skill level. And so you, I think you're right. Like it's. it's the depth of shooting talent is down, plus the blind be moved back, and then still the physicality yeah. of college basketball. I know they wanted to clean it up, but you get a conference play, and it, it becomes grab-and-hold stuff. And it it's really been a unesthetic year for basketball. I will say, Kansas, I know it was against Iowa State, but yeah. that, they looked, what is the, as the, the kids say, they look like a wagon. Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, they're they, so they're the, they are the minivan of college they basketball, while George Niang is the minivan That's of the right. NBA. That's right. Uh, no, and we'll, we'll come back to that, because I do want to talk about that game coming up on Saturday. I think that's... I mean, that's the talk of college basketball right now. It's the talk of, of yeah. all, of, especially the Big 12. But um, as far as the, the three-point line, the shooting and those things, I think there's a couple different things you can kind of look at. And one goes back to, to Big 12 media days. This is something that Bruce Weber, he came up with an elite idea because he's an elite, he's an elite head coach. That's what mind. he is. Uh, and he said at that time, he's like, man, I don't think that it will have that big of an impact on the guys who are great shooters. Mm-hmm. You know, Tyrese Halliburton people like that that are really good shooters already they're not the ones that are going to be affected it's the guys who are like average to below average that are really going to be hurt by it and you look at iowa state's team and i think that that you can kind of see that that's been the case the guys who were average shooters before have seen their percentages dip even further and i mean if you think about it there's a lot more average shooters than there are really good ones and i think that that plays into what like what you're talking about with the jj reddicks and uh and people like that 
if you come into college basketball and you're a really good shooter immediately, man, you're probably leaving. You probably, yeah. You know, yeah. And, that, and that's because of the premium that's put on shooting now right. at the NBA level. And just, I mean, you think about guys like a, like a Kyle Guy who yeah, before, the, or a Tyler Hero from, like from Luke, Kentucky. Luke Kennard at Duke. Yeah, you know, guys that, a year and a that normally would have played their – for four years, yeah. you know, and yeah, and instead they're such good shooters that they become high level picks just because of the fact that they're really good shooters. And I mean, it's it it would be interesting to to know, you know, if Matt Thomas's career could be played over, mm-hmm. like after his sophomore junior season, how good of a shooter he was. He probably would have been a more like highly regarded NBA prospect than what he was when he came out you know, three years ago now, but it's just like that's because every team needs those guys who can shoot the basketball. That's a good point. Yeah, and I think it just makes a a tough product Yeah, because there hasn't been the high-level freshman talent. And as more and more of these guys think about either going direct to G League or to, like, New Zealand, Yeah, I think you guys had a good conversation about it on uh, Stands and Fits this week. It's going to be an issue. And the whole – and it's uh, way above my pay grade, but the whole transfer uh, name, image, likeness stuff – how that contributes to it. Maybe, actually, you'll be able to keep some of those guys yeah. longer. So yeah. that could actually be a good thing. But you'll also then have a free agency period, which it, I think it'll happen, which makes the it's be hard to get to know some of those guys. I think it's another problem with college basketball right, right now is mm-hmm. you're good players, even in the smaller conference, that jump. You don't know them for two, three, four years to build just people that you know from your team, which is less of a problem. But I think... More so, there's no villains on the other side. Yeah, it's really and we, hard. We to, talked about yeah, that before. It's just hard to dislike. Yeah, you know, Azubuke is you one you can dislike because he's been there for three years, and, and even then he hasn't played that much. You yeah, know, there's just not. Uh, so it's just hard to build up that emotional connection on either side. And right. That, maybe that'll. I don't know how that impacts it, and I think it's some form of transition is coming with college basketball. But yeah. I hope for the health of it. Um, I think they're in a weird spot right now. Now. Once you get to the tournament, all bets are off because it's the the spectacle of that thing. Yeah. People will still watch, and the ratings will be good. But um, as far as the quality of basketball, I just I, it just hasn't been as good this season. See, and I think you know you referenced the thing that Fitzy and I talked about, and for anybody that hasn't heard, I you know I'm t- I was talking about how you know in college basketball there's kind of that hierarchy where it's like there's the guys that are at the top. All Americans, first team all conference guys, you know, your top 100 players in, in college basketball and stuff like that. And there's obviously, you know, a, a mix of people that are in every class, but it's like a lot of the guys at the top are either seniors or the high level freshmen. Yep. There's not as many of those high level freshmen this year, so that cuts some of them out. And then, you know, and then there's like that next tier, and then there's obviously a bottom tier. But it's like people like Taylor Horton Tucker, Lindell Wigginton would have been like in that second tier a year ago and normally you know when those guys clear out the dudes that are freshmen that go to the nba and the guys that are seniors that graduate or whatever it may be they clear out those next guys they level up well now you got that opportunity to go to the nba or to the g league or wherever there's more nba opportunities those guys leave and so then you're elevating people who maybe aren't ready to be in that top tier you know who all of a sudden have to be the best player for some of these teams i mean it's like you think about who's the Who's the first team All Big Twelve team right now? Yeah, it's well, it's it's Dotson. It's, it's Dotson and Azubuke. It's uh, yeah. Ba- uh, Baylor's. I mean, does Baylor have someone? I mean, yeah. Jared, Jared Butler, Butler, maybe. Yeah, Butler, and I think 
Gillespie. Gillespie, probably. So then you, your top two teams, you've got four, four. of the guys on the t- yeah. all on the first team. Yeah, and then West Virginia, I mean, you could go with... Um, Sheboy, I don't know. But, so you're going to have three bigs and two guards. like Maybe McBride. Yeah, and that that's what's crazy is like you look back at... If we sat down and it's like, man, we're going to pull up all of the All-Big 12 first teams from like the last 10 years, and you look at each one, you're like, man, that's a pretty accurate representation of what the league was that, that year. Yeah. And this would be an accurate representation of what the league was, but you're like, dang, was it really that big of a difference? And I, I mean, it is, but it's just like those guys, I, I mean, those of those four guys... You know, Dotson will probably go and have a pretty nice little career, but yeah. like, you know, I think that I think Jared Butler can be a solid player at the Could next be. level, and like, but like Azabuke, you know, he because he's lost some weight, I think it makes it a little better for him. But he's just like Does he'll he be very much the modern game. Yeah, he'll very much just be like a role player. There's no like, there's not those superstars that you've seen in the years where there's the Morris twins and George Niang and yep. uh, and Dedrick Lawson and all these guys like that. You know, I, and I, that's what I was thinking about. It's like, so what's missing for Iowa State then? And I went back and look at look at the 2016 recruiting class. And so here's what happened. I think at Iowa State. So we we, all, we talked about the Taylin and Lindell thing and Camlar, right? Well, I mean, there's some other things in there. Like, Jacoby Long was a four-star recruit by mm-hmm. some services and was, wasn't was a four-star yeah. recruit. Yeah. And then I said, really, to keep the momentum going, they really tried to backfill a lot of those guys to try and keep it rolling. So, you know, a guy like a, a Hans Brace and a Jeff Beverly and even a Mariel Shayok, who was great for a year, but he takes up a spot that you could have gone to a, n- a younger guy that could have... Yeah, you know, been an impact guy, um, and then you have some misses along the way. And Terrence Lewis hasn't quite been as advertised, and he's been a little better recently. But then you have the freshman, this two of them that don't even show up. So you're missing a lot of that depth. And I think yeah. the middle of Iowa State's roster, and you and Chris talk about a lot. That's what's missing is you've got. You, I think some of the younger guys. I mean, I think Jackson and Grill have a chance. They'll be okay long term. Um, obviously Solomon, Solomon was in the same class as a Jacoby Long, and he's developed a little bit and has shown some signs. But it's that middle of that depth that's missing, and so when Tyrese goes down and those guys leave, they haven't been able to replenish. Mm-hmm. And eventually, you get on this wheel where I think I would say it's doing the right thing is you, you have to take a hit and then try and make sure those freshmen that are coming in next year. I think it's a pretty good class, at least it's rated yeah. well. We'll see how it pans out. But this is almost a reset button where after Fred, Steve tried to keep it going, and credit to him, they made a couple of tournaments, won a couple of Big 12s. But you kind of lost those freshman, sophomore classes, yeah. and now you're paying for it two years later. Well, when you think back like to that recruiting cycle when you, know, when you get Jeff Beverly and you get uh, Hans, Hans Brace, Brace and yeah. – um, and you were in on you were in on the JUCO. I was going to say like you had there was that was the other thing I was going to say is like man you look at some of these guys like that that you end up missing out on that you put a lot of time into yep. you know like the Shakir Justins, uh, nice. Daryl Edwards. Yep. Um, yeah. Man, I'm trying to even think. Uh, I mean, even last last spring, like the Severe Wheeler kid. You yep. know, if you get him, you know, the point guard thing might be a little bit different right now where you. You lose Tyrese, but then like okay, you got at least have someone who is a pure point guard that can kind of step in there and and play for you and um, and it's like every single class. If we went back and looked at it, it'd be there'd be a bunch of names that it's like man, like they could have just well, got that. Oh, there's yeah. uh, uh, the kid uh, the kid at Colorado, 
yeah, uh, McKinley Wright. Right. You yeah. know, and yeah. and that was different because like you did end up getting Lindell, you, and you chose who was better prospect. Yeah. And you got uh, what what was his name? Man, the kid that was that ended up at Cal. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the kid from Texas. Yeah, Darius something. I think. I know what you're talking about. Is that is that right? Is it Darius? I don't remember. It doesn't, anyway, it doesn't matter. But, yeah, yeah, the one that ended up – that signed and then ended up getting out of his yep. letter. Yep. You know, like, if – I, I know for sure I, – I don't think it's – I know for sure McKinley Wright wanted to come to Iowa State. Yeah. And, like so. – and, and it was just because of the way that recruiting works. You know, they didn't even – he didn't end up coming on a visit and stuff like that. And it just – basically, they picked somebody else over him and it, and it backfired on him. And it's like – and that happens. You know, it's like that's just the game – but now McKinley Wright's going to be a two-time first-team first All-Pac-12. Yeah. He's like the second or first or second best player on a top 25 team that's going to probably be a high seed in the NCAA tournament. You know, so it's like on some level it worked out for everybody because obviously you got Lindell and like all these different things. But it's like those are the kinds of deals that you look at, and it's like in hindsight 2020 you're like, man, what if? You know, sure. what, how could things have been different? Yep, uh, absolutely. And then. Look at Baylor, and they've kept everybody. Yeah. I mean, let's look at them. I mean, it, there are reasons for it, and ultimately the blame is placed on the head coach who's yeah. in, in charge of roster constru- construction for those. And retention. Perceived. That Retention it's, is, yeah. is going to be really important Pretty moving forward. and retention. Um, but some of it's just It's bad luck. luck. Yeah. Some of it's luck. Bad I mean, luck. I look at, and it, it, this is another conversation, but like the Greg McDermott era in large part, everyone regarded as a failure. It really was because I don't think they had a year over 500. Mm-hmm. He brought in really good talent. Yeah, he had five or six NBA players that I'd played. Now he had a couple misses at bad times. Harrison Barnes, yeah, um, and retention problems, and then just bad luck. Like Mike Taylor steals some cough medicine and it fires a fire extinguisher in the middle of the dorm floor. Gets kicked off the team. Ends up making the NBA. Wes Johnson breaks a foot, blames it on the training staff, goes to Syracuse, becomes a top five. Like, there are things that can happen that in hindsight you look back and go, well, that's why. But in time, it's like this is a failure. So there's reason for all of it. But, I mean, unless you're the elite elite, you're kind of hoping for the right cycle where you're where you all these guys hit at a good time. And, yeah. I think it'll be interesting for this freshman class coming in because this is really the first time, well, since that Chicago class with Talon and, yeah. and Tyrese and George and Zion, and see, yeah. see, see if these guys pan out because I think that's the cycle you got to build with and hope those guys all all connect. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know now or like to hear Greg McDermott talk candidly about his time and what he learned great from that because I think you can look and see with his program that he's built at Creighton. Creighton's going to be a, probably a top four seed in the NCAA tournament this year. They might win the Big East. And I think that, I mean, obviously he was put in a considerably different situation there because of the fact that Doug was able to go there and then, you know, he ends up being one of the best players in the history of college basketball. And And they end up in a good conference. And they get into the Big East. And, like, that changed the whole trajectory of everything. But it's like, I think you can tell that he learned a lot, you know, from that first experience that he had as a major coach. And... You know what would he do different? You know, and I and that would be that's just something that would be interesting I, to hear I would love it. from my perspective. But 
Um, yeah, I mean, it, I, we can maybe talk about that later on. But first, we you, you know we got uh, we got something coming up here. I think Tim's going to hop on with us, and we're going to we're going to talk to the, the the gang the, is back together. the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Timmy Mullen. Uh, and first, I want to give a shout out to our friends at Carl Chevrolet. If you're looking to buy a newer pre-owned vehicle, Carl Chevrolet in Ankeny, Carl Chevrolet of Stewart. Uh, you can check them out online, carlchevrolet.com, carlchevroletstewart.com. Exit 90 at the Rock off of I-35 in Ankeny, and then just west of the Des Moines Metro in Stewart. While you're out there, you can go and see the first farm that Brent Bloom ever saw and it, uh, make it just a nice little day trip. It'll be absolutely wonderful. Uh, so we, we really appreciate our friends at Carl Chevrolet. We'll be right back with Tim Mullen from Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive on the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Hey Fanatics, it's Chris Williams here wanting to tell you about my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart. Did you know they moved into that new location? It's located at 156 in Hickman, still in Clive. What does this mean for you? Well, there's a beautiful new showroom. It's got all of your appliances, your audio and video needs, flooring needs, top-of-the-line appliances. I actually, wife and I bought a couple of those LG washer and dryers from there. We love them. Flooring, they did our floor. Lowest price in town, guaranteed. They've doubled their warehouse capacity. That means more in-stock items than ever. Come out and see the store in Clive. Meet with their highly trained and friendly sales staff. Whether you're updating your current home, building a new one, Nebraska Furniture Mart has what you're looking for. Head on out. See my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. You'll be very happy that you did. Hi, Cyclone fans. This is Dr. Brian Warmy, board certified and sports fellowship trained orthopedic sports medicine physician and surgeon at McFarland Clinic in Ames. As an official team physician for the Iowa State Cyclones, I really enjoy the opportunity to work with athletes here in my hometown. My colleagues, Dr. Buck, Dr. Greenwald, and I provide specialized orthopedic care to patients of all levels, including sports injury evaluation and treatment, arthroscopy, surgery, stem cells, and PRP treatment. Don't let your injury keep you out of your game. Learn more at McFarlandSportsMedicine.com. Go Cyclones! Cyclone Fanatics, the job world is a competitive place, and at all times you need to dress for success. This is exactly why you should stop into Mr. B Clothing down at 1995 Northwest 86th Street in Clive and see my buddy Tim Sitzman. Now, Mr. B Clothing is a longtime supporter of CycloneFanatic.com, but is also unmatched when it comes to the men's clothing game in Des Moines. The Mr. B staff is friendly, fun, they're very knowledgeable, and trust me, these guys will get you looking good for that next job interview, wedding, or just your everyday wardrobe. When you stop into Mr. B Clothing, be sure to tell them thank you for supporting CycloneFanatic.com. Hey guys, it's Chris Williams saying thank you to Mechdyne. Who is Mechdyne? I was asking the same thing just a couple of months ago, and then I met some people who work for this fantastic company that is based out of Marshalltown. It was started by Iowa State graduates who are now hardcore Cyclone fanatics over 22 years ago. Mechdyne is not only the premier audiovisual and IT service provider in central Iowa, but also around the globe doing business in six of seven continents. They'll bring that global expertise along with local support to help you implement AV technology for conference rooms, classrooms, auditoriums, sports venues, or really just about anywhere you want technology that actually works the way you want it to. So check them out today at mechdyne.com. That's M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. 
Hey guys, it's Williams here for Des Moines Eye Care and Ames Eye Care. I care for the entire family conveniently located throughout Central Iowa. I've been up to Ames Eye Care a couple of times now. I see Dr. Kruger. You've all heard me tell you about how he looked at me for like 30 minutes. Actually, it didn't even take that long. And he's like, dude, I know why you're having headaches. It's because you stare at your computer for 15 hours a day. Wear these glasses. It'll help. And it has. It actually, it's completely changed my life. Now, I'm a dad. Got a four-year-old. She's got some eye problems herself. And you know where I'm going to take her? Yeah, that's right. Ames Eye Care. Des Moines Eye Care. Family Eye Care. They can help you guys, too. Check them out today. DesMoinesEyeCare.com. AmesEyeCare.com. And tell them Cyclone Fanatic sent you. What does it mean to you that Carl Chevrolet is the number one five-star platinum GM certified pre-owned dealer in Iowa? It means continued commitment to excellence. You can purchase your next GM certified pre-owned vehicle from the best. And our platinum quality and care means you never have to worry, period. We don't just rubber stamp your car certified. We'll show you over 172 reasons why. Our success is due to our constant process of doing things right and above GM standards every day for every customer. Come experience why more people in the nation drive one of our certified vehicles than any other GM dealer. Integrity, trust, satisfaction, and confidence. Find new roads at carlchevrolet.com. Carl Chevrolet, I-35, exit 90, in Ankeny, at The Rock. Your dealer for life, Carl Chevrolet. It's not whether you win or lose. It's whether you serve pork at your tailgating party. Hi, I'm Dave Struthers, and I'm here to remind you that Iowa pig farmers like me work hard year-round so you have safe, wholesome pork for the football season. Whether it's pulled pork sandwiches, ribs, or chops, nothing says tailgating better than pork. This message brought to you by Iowa Pork Producers through the Pork Checkoff. Make your tailgating delicious. Learn more at iowapork.org. For the second straight year, Whiskey River, located in Ankeny's Prairie Trail District, is the home of the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show for the Iowa State Athletic season. Whether it's a Saturday night out with the bros or lunch with the family, Whiskey River and Ankeny's great food, drinks, and friendly service makes it the perfect spot for any occasion. Whiskey River's wall-to-wall TVs make it the perfect place to watch football, baseball, and every sport in between. Plus, you can always join the Cyclone Fanatic staff to talk Cyclone sports on Thursday nights from 6 to 7 at Whiskey River in Ankeny. He's, he seriously told me to shove it. <laughs> All right. Welcome back, Cyclone Fanatic Radio. We're out here at uh, Whiskey River. And Questioning Ankeny. Chris's intelligence. This argument's been going on for a good six months. First of all, thanks to our great sponsors, Carl Chevrolet and our friends at Mechdie. I love the guys at Mechdie. Tim Mullen from Nebraska Furniture Martin Clive, a great sponsor of ours. I'll take you to Mechdie sometime. Yeah. Um, now, these guys. Well, Tim appreciates audiovisual stuff. Yeah. Love That's it. That's what they do. I should actually get yeah. you in touch with them. You guys could be good business partners, probably. It's a possibility. Yeah. Like, they've got. <laughs> they do, like, virtual reality for, like, militaries. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, we don't do that. That so, would be like, fun. For, like, oh, like a medic. You're really into, you know, but bullets are spraying all over. These guys are legit. No kidding. Like, conf- conference. Yeah. They do that stuff. Basic like, stuff, basic too. Stuff yeah. Too. But yeah, it's a it's a really cool deal. They, um, my buddy Chris, who 
is one of the, the, the big dogs up there. He We're always talking about doing a big NASCAR race watch up on, on one of their, their massive yeah, that would be like, fun. screens where you just feel like you're in the middle of the car. Anyways. That that would be a good time. So Bloom, we, we won't get into details, but apparently I my take on financial advisors has been rippling throughout the um, folks still fundraising appreciate. world. No, not fund- financial advisors world. People don't appreciate your take. Well, I've heard from a couple different folks. Please tell your folks that once that industry will sign away that they absolutely have to make business decisions in the best interest of the client and not take commissions off of crappy mutual funds when they could be charging a lot less in passive index funds that make more, then I won't come out here and critique them. How do they feel about autographed baseball cards? I would love to debate. So I just launched my new podcast. I'm serious. Get one of your financial advisors, and I will have them on and debate them. Okay. And I swear to God, I think it'd be a great podcast. Riveting podcast. I'm very passionate about this. I'm afraid they would bring up some good points then. But I would. It would be entertaining. Do you think Chris couldn't overcome them? No, I think he would. I, I think, think he it's would, pretty easy. You he look would be at, loud enough to no, make you, his point. You look at you look at rates, and you look at fees, and you look Listen, at return. It's not hard. It's, it's, and you look at laws. It's crazy to me. The, the, go, okay. the actual law in the United States of America: a financial advisor does not have to work on the best interests of its client, and they fought that. So, just to represent the other side, they do more than just put money in funds. So they do the whole. I'm just saying, people can learn their own, mm-hmm. and people have the right to go <laughs> to advisor or not. You know, I, had a, uh, you had I had a bad experience with one of my retirement funds, where this guy kept putting me in this garbage fund, and it's it doesn't perform. It is a horrible history. Was it called the Minnesota Vikings? No, and I did my research, and I realized that this guy's firm was in bed with this garbage fund that charges me like 1.1% when I could have just gone into an S&P 500 index fund for like 0.1. No, 500, 501, let, whatever let just, it takes. Let me just say that, that, that these folks are very well trained for years <laughs> well, and what they do. As we got have, on the air, I'm serious. They have ongoing training as well. The entire year not we've been that, doing this. Not but, that you don't, Chris. But no, I'm, I just want somebody are, in that field to explain to me why I, they I fought would, okay. so they don't have to represent the better interests of the client. <laughs> let, let me let me find one of my good friends. In that I would world. love it, okay. and I wouldn't be mean to No, be. I know you wouldn't. I, I would love to I'd sit. Like to I want a glass of bourbon. On the Chris Williams podcast. Yes, and I want to have a glass of bourbon with him, and I want to talk it out. I got just the guy. It'll be perfect. It'll be really good. Got just the guy. This would be great, and, may, and I hope I can learn something yes, from it. And you would. You know the uh, the Mechdine thing you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, uh, up in Marshalltown. Yeah, one of my uh, good friends, Bondurant. I just checked in with him, and I was. I, I, you talked about the company, and he tells me all the amazing things he does, and I'm like, "Where are you at?" And he just said, "Mechdine." It's my friend Clint Collins. Uh, wow. His daughter Ava is like a surrogate child at our house. It's a cool place. Yeah. Uh, I took Stansbury up there one time. Oh, he like, told me about some of the stuff they do. They is... do. It's unbelievable. And yeah. they're all Iowa State engineers, and they, um, yeah. they're really big Iowa State fans, yeah. and it's really blue-collar. Well, I'm like, uh, we sell TVs, Clint, and he's like, yeah, you should see the stuff we do. I mean, talking about like multi-wall, like oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's insane, some of the stuff, and he's talking about all over the world and stuff. But yeah, Clint, Clint's things, a great guy. How are things at the Mart? You guys... 
Couldn't be better. Good. They it's, won a big award. We did. They got they got a plaque on the wall, Bloom. I, I just oh, we got we got bigger than that, buddy. Okay, it's probably a plaque on the wall. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> if I, I want to know. <laughs> no, we, we, uh, yeah. we, 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 we recently uh, won uh, Clive Business of the Year. Wow. Seriously? Yeah. yeah You've we, been there for a year. Yeah, well, no, uh, actually, we've been with Clive yeah, for a Nebraska time. Furniture Mart and Clive. It's been oh, that way for Yeah, it has been. Okay. Uh, Good point. My you know, bad. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so but now we, like it, it feels like you're really in Clive it's, with the new look. It's pretty cool, yeah. yeah. It, it's a great time. Uh, Christy Schmidt's uh, a good friend of mine with the chamber out there, and uh, she talked to us about the opportunity, and we applied, and uh, we've been doing great things, and business is booming. Love it. Uh, we're very, very so, happy with things that are going. So, uh, like, I don't want to be too, I don't want to pry too much. How much better is business in that location? Because like your your location. Is exponentially better than the, what it was. Your inventory is much better. Yeah, and too, you have right? so much more stuff. Inventory, uh, more categories. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're we're definitely. I mean, the old location. What was so impressive about it is how much we grew the business over a decade with the single worst retail location in the world, and and now being out on 156, it was, it was real bad. I actually read there was a somebody did. And are not on you guys, but of that location at Des Moines. Yeah. And how horrible it actually. Yeah. I'm, it not, was, I'm not trying to throw salt in the wound. No, it's okay. It's uh, it, it it's the way it. It was hard though, Tim. Like I'd try and promote you guys, and it was hard to explain how to get yeah. people there. Like I used to tell people when Raul's West was there, yeah. that was the best thing we had going yeah. for us. And Elks Lodge is across the street now. They're great people, and then we work yeah. with them. But yeah, being where we out on 156, I mean, the traffic has been amazing. Uh, we're doing very very well. We're up significantly. And, and really the best part of it is is that we have a great opportunity to offer. I mean, we're very proud of what we can offer people. We want to improve their lifestyles. We want to give them their entire thing for their house. We want to redo their house, take care of them. And this is an opportunity for them to come in and see us and see what we can do. And, you know, the Clive Business of the Year is a great opportunity. And uh, we got some cool promos coming up. I found out today uh, uh, Chris Williams, you know, Hello. resident Des Moines star. Well, uh, well. <laughs> they couldn't find anyone else um <laughs> we're doing our uh, march papa shot competition coming up here, here for the uh you know the the tournament can i, can I say the, that the, the, we'll just call it the madness the of march the sure. yeah you can't say you can't say it the other yeah, way right because yeah. they'll sue you yeah it had uh, and i went off on this about the super bowl a couple weeks ago yeah this is stupidest thing you mean the one the chiefs won i can say march madness right yeah, now because i'm not trying to thank you thank oh you. yeah yeah oh man I can say March Madness right now because we're not trying to sell anything. <laughs> but if I talk about your event during the tournament, then you're in trouble. I can't. It's the dumbest thing. Yeah. Get over yourself, NCAA. Is it the like, is it the financial advisor's fault? No. <laughs> it absolutely has nothing to do with that. Right, so Two totally sure. different things. Right. I, can I clarify? I don't think all financial advisors <laughs> suck. But I think a lot of them are total snakes. And I think anybody who's honest in that field would agree. you got to find the right one. Um, but the, the patenting of words, phrases together. Yeah, I, yeah. Think it's, I think it's robbery, man. Like, I, like when we go and cover an NCAA tournament and I have a cup of coffee in a white yeah. cup and they make me pour it into yeah. a Powerade cup. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. I just, I get it. And I, and Bloom, you're... You need to keep me in line here, okay? Because you are in you you swim in this pond much better than I do. You're not in the pond, but you at least can appreciate the <laughs> pond. I get really pissed off about the pond and what's swimming around in there. And 
there's companies that pay a lot of money to have that signage, and I respect that. But the fact that I can't come on here and say NCAA tournament or March Madness when I'm referring to what the great people at Nebraska Furniture Martin Clive are trying to do in March, it's annoying to me. It doesn't have anything to do with that tournament. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I get it. Because now's the time to come in, guys. I mean, our, our TV deals are great right now. <laughs> how, how, what's the Papa shot? Did like, you like the segue? Is it 10-foot uh, hoop? Huh? Is it a ten foot hoop? You guys it's gonna, a classic arcade pop. Tell me about six thirty on Thursdays. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm wired. Done. Like I'm yeah. ready to go. Yeah, that's great, Chris. Okay, uh, Bloom, you want to talk yeah. about what we're doing yeah. at NFM? So is it set up now or is it set up in the park? No, no, we set it up. It's on uh, three twenty one, I believe, is okay. the date we're doing it. Uh, uh, we had a great time last year. Ross actually joined us last year. Chris was busy, and hopefully Chris well, will join us this I year. I was covering and, an NCAA tournament last year. I doubt I'll be doing that this year. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. No, no salt. Well, I there. do think I might be with the women. I'm not sure. Yeah. Do we even know if they're going to make the tournament? No, we know they're going to make the. Who's doing it? I haven't heard. Oh, okay, fight <laughs> Jared. I thought I was told I was, but I, yeah. I'm doing. I'm doing the Big, the big 12. Twelve. I, yeah. I think that's yeah. as far as we've. They're got. calling you two uh, okay. off and All bringing right. in stands. So I should be able to be there. That's great. I, I'll go anywhere warmer than six. I don't degrees. think the Iowa State men are going to make the NCAA tournament. It, it just, will be just a hunch. It will be a fun time. We did the event last year. There was. I mean, just it was a huge crowd. It Good. really was, and lots of people out having fun. Kids playing, dads playing, moms playing. It was a fun time. We gave away some great prizes. There'll awesome. be great TVs to give away right in time for the uh, tournament of March the, and the madness the, the big, time. The big tournament. Yeah, whatever it is. Whatever I'm a, call anybody's it. welcome to go with me. I'm going to the Mountain West tournament this year. Yeah, going to go down to Vegas. So hold on, uh, hold on. Where am I running Rebels gear? This, this was a topic of conversation for me. Yeah. Jeez. How did you? So you you're going to Kansas City. Yeah. And you're going to the Mountain West. You're Mountain figuring, West is the week before. You're figuring both of these out. I'm impressed with your negotiating skills with uh, the household. Your household work. <laughs> TJ's hiring me. I'm going to go down and do some social media for the Running there Rebels, you go. and then uh, take jump on a flight, get to Kansas City, call the women's games. Busy man. No, uh, it's actually it spaces out well. Like I, I, I only have to be in Vegas for a few days, and then I fly back here. How are the rebels doing this year? Uh, the rebels are, I actually think, overachieving in my opinion. Okay. They they started like six and one in the Mountain West. They've since leveled out. They're a couple games above five hundred, but they're over. They don't really have that skillful of a team. But they're probably not going to make the NCAA. No, tournament. I they're mean the, they they would probably in this yeah. context without they, with they, San Diego State. They would probably have to win the Mountain West yeah. tournament. Yeah. I would they're think. Not San Diego State. But they they keep like doing enough to keep you really interested, and they play such a fun. Otzelberger is a Hoiberg clone to the bone when it comes to style of play, and they're they're playing. I don't know what their pace is, but yeah, it's got to be there. it's got to be right up there. So yeah, they're they're a fun team to in that league. Steve Alford, Nico yeah. Med, all these these guys who you just love to hate are coaching in that league. Yeah. The guy at New Mexico, Neil, the old Iowa assistant, yeah, for, uh, he's horrible. Um, is he still there? No, a different one. Uh, he was a. Yeah, it's not it's not D. Craig Neil. No, Alford's it's a um, guy. It's another guy. Yeah, so, at New Mexico. He's a he's anyway. a total. I almost jumped through my TV to fight him the other day. Um, you got Craig Smith from South Dakota, yep, who's an old Otzelberger rival from. It's a fun little league. It is a fun to league. So, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to go down there on Wednesday for the the Mountain West tournament and just 
taking my first Mountain West tournament. Thanks, thanks for the invite. No, you. So, I, I literally just invited you. Okay. I haven't booked my plane ticket okay. yet. Right. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here. Yeah, please. Yeah, Tim. Tim well, what's going on in Nebraska for Inchmart and Clive? Well, I, I talked to you about some great things going on there, and and <laughs> we won the Clive Business of the Year. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> but we won the Clive Business of the Year, and we're doing a Papa Shot thing. But yep. but here's actually what I want to get down to, guys. We haven't seen each other for like a month. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to make sure that everybody here well, clearly understands that I won the football pick em again this year. We we, we haven't Was been that, able to talk about that. Did Ernst and Young verify that? Uh the accounting firm of Mullen and Mullen okay. did. And uh I really, I yeah. the cliff. Haley actually double checked it. Yeah, my well, youngest daughter, she's a straight A student, she double checked it and were any of us above five hundred? Me. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. And when we did the tournament at the end of the season against the college bowl games, the only two people that were close were Jared and I. Wow. Just so you know. I had bad. It was Jared and I in the last game up against each other, and in that, my man won by, because uh, I took, uh, Jared. I was Clemson all the way, yeah. So Jared actually won the football pick em. Uh, and but just on the regular season, I just want you both to know I'm better I, than you. I pre- That's really I think, all I want to say. I think 2020 is going to be my year. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you know it's been. Uh, going yeah. out on a limb yeah, here. I think it's my year. Holy mackerel! Where it's all going to turn around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm working. We've had a good year between the Chiefs and the. Oh, um, yeah. Giving us the business. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's a pleasure doing that. I mean, if we can get the Braves going, C Dub, that'll be. Well, what do you think about the off season? Are you okay with that? Not really happy it's with it. It's kind of a garbage off season. I'm not happy with I it. I mean, it's. It's the financial advisors of off season. Double A is doing nothing. It's the financial advisors. <laughs> I just did that to make that a little uncomfortable. I mean, financial advisors. I don't have anything against you. I just think there's some major flaws in your business. So would you model. say financial advisors are like the Yankees who just frivolously no. spend money just no. to win a title? No, even though I they... think that the regulations set up around them are crooked. That's what I think. Less the Yankees. Okay. Yeah. Fair. I don't. But I don't necessarily blame like Derek Jeter. It's well, not Jeter, his fault. He's just look, Jeter of, was a great baseball he's player. He's just kind of living in the way that the world is set up around him. I think baseball should have a hard Much cap. like these guys. If they want to scratch the back of their old college buddy who's running some hedge fund that doesn't perform well, <laughs> and they get commissioned kickback, then good for them. Did you go to college with these guys, Bloom? Man, I don't even know where to go. <laughs> they just starts throwing. I mean it, dude. I want to do this podcast. Well, and I, and I don't know what they're going to do with you now. No, Man, I'll promote this be, guy's financial. Well, be prepared to be humbled. Oh, bring it on. Okay. I've read multiple books about this well, and the sham that that deal is. Yeah. <laughs> Just prepare That's, for uh, the conversations I'm going to get from this. <laughs> Do you guys know any Yankee fans that are happy? And if they want to advertise with us, I'll okay. gladly okay. promote them. All right. Yeah. <laughs> the I'm true, sorry. There's certain true, things. Truer words have never been spoken. <laughs> there's certain things I'm very passionate about, and this is one of them. And Bloom always brings it up to me right before we go on the air. Yeah. yeah. And it works. Yeah. It's riveting radio. All right. So, so, so we're clear. Yeah. I won. Yeah, so Tim beat us all. Tim won. Uh, thank shot, you. Jared, Jared did first. win the season ending. Uh, he beat me on points by championship. Okay. Papa Shot's coming up. Yeah, Papa uh, Shot. We won Clive Business of the Year. Yeah, we won Clive Business of the Year. C-Dub's going to come hang out during the madness during of the, that the, month the that is called March. The tournament. The tournament. How's yeah. your Papa Shot skills? Who's your best staff member? Jake Curry. Yeah, okay. Warehouse manager Jake Curry. He has this. System? You know what he does? System guy. Ollie. He's Ollie from the Hickory Huskers. Yeah. He is underhand. Chris, have you seen that movie? Hoosiers. 
Yeah, I saw Hoosiers. Oh my god, yeah, it's I saw it. probably um, one of the top five greatest sports. The Indiana, they'll yeah. play in a little yeah. gym. Good work. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. Work. Coach Armdale. Yeah. I don't know who that is, but I know there was an angry coach. <laughs> he coached Ithaca and got in a fight with a player. Yeah, and he got tossed. Yeah. And by the way, can I make another controversial comment? Well, we're on is it right. about financial why advisors? Because you have no. rode that horse to death. I've so buried far. that industry. Oh my goodness. Um, why did all of a sudden, like a week ago, everybody's like, "Oh, Bob Knight's this great guy." Because he made up. Redemption's a great story, man. Bob Knight spent like four decades being a total jerk. He's a great coach. Is he, though? I think he is. Yeah, I mean... I'd send my kid there in a heartbeat. Oh, Millennials I would, wouldn't I would, like... Working. I don't want my kid playing for Bob Knight. Well, you're a millennial. Am I, though? Yeah. Yeah, you are, buddy. You know, you don't want him to be too tough on you. You don't want to be held I just, accountable. Like, it bugs me, and it bugged me during the Kobe thing, too. Like, why... We, we should talk about Colorado. I that, heard you on the radio, and I agree with you. It doesn't have to be his legacy, but it has to be discussed. I heard you on the radio, and you know how much I love Kobe, but I agreed with you completely. Yeah, it's it's not. I, I think he evolved and became a very different and like a really great man. But like it, it bugs me when we do this and we idolize these people. So you want to talk about throwing chairs then? Choking I mean, people allegedly, and you know, I think that was proven. There's some sweet <laughs> video on the. Bobby, but you, but you get what I mean. Last week, like nobody was talking about any of that. It's just, oh, it's so great. But don't you think at a certain point there's a great story of redemption for the guy? Is he? Look, he has tough. he redeemed himself though? Man, he was a. What has he done to redeem himself? Other than just go away time. and not talk for a while. Time. Okay. I, time. Maybe there's something I don't know. Well, I talk about this a lot of friends. I would so, send. I saw him at a my, Trump rally a couple years ago, and he certainly didn't seem like now, a soft well, Chris, guy. Let me ask you this, because I think you can you can you know keep everything local here. Yeah. If Larry Stacey comes back to Ames, we would celebrate the guy, right? For a twenty. Let's so let's say next year. Next year's the he 20th, would be celebrated. He would 20th be twentieth anniversary. You're right. He would second, be celebrated. Yeah, I mean, it, you're so, right. There's something about nostalgia for what it was yeah. that people get not. Up that's about. I don't totally you, fair. I don't think you can dismiss that. Right, but I, I would say this: guy. I wouldn't want my kid playing for Larry Stacey. I don't. I don't think Larry so Stacey would but, fit at Iowa State now. Which is which is fine, but there's also you can't dismiss the people that, that are that are happy to see a guy reconcile. That's fair. For, for totally what fair. Mistakes he's made. Right. And I, I, think, I have three and I daughters. Think, I would send any one of the three to play for Bob Knight. And I think I Iowa not. State. I would. And I don't. I don't think. I doubt it would happen. I would love to see Larry come back for a game next year. It's been twenty Larry, years since I his talked last to Larry title. in the Bahamas, and he seemed really great. Like that, he had really um, chilled. And he seemed really at he's, peace. Heft introduced me to him. Actually, okay, and, that's awesome. Um, he, he's been back for so, the reunion thing, like the but. Years but I know thing, that but. Larry though. I wouldn't want my kid playing for him. No, that's fair. Some of the like the stories that Paul Shirley came on our show and told us. About that, Larry would say to that team, "Like I don't want my kid experiencing that." But what? it was also a Why? different, a different oh. time. Like, I'll tell you the stories off the air. Just tough or like over the top or what? Really demeaning. It was borderline. Uh, do you think? Do you think Bob Knight was demeaning? I don't know enough about Bob Knight. Yeah, I don't either. I, I mean, the dude's a hard, hard nosed coach. He's it's a different dude. time, Tim. I think I know. what Bob Knight was doing in the '80s was probably acceptable. It's definitely not in this era. Why shouldn't it be though? There's some things because I think I think things change. I think things, things evolve. Wow, I'm probably a hard, a hard nosed guy. But you're really not. I know. No, you. I, I'm telling you, I was raised. I guy. was raised by a simple man that said, "You go do this, and you go I do it." Ain't nothing but a simple man. That's actually the song I play for my dad. There you go. I'm a huge Charlie Daniels fan with my pops. 
this has been a great segment, but we, we don't have time to keep going. It's possibly... We, we have hit everything. We have. I mean, let, let me see. I'm going to try and sum it up, okay? Uh, NFM won Clive Business of the Year. we got a pop-a-shot thing coming up that Chris will come to if he has time, but if not, Ross will be there. <laughs> you don't like financial advisors No, for some I, of the things that they do. I don't have a problem with financial advisors. I think the industry as, as a whole needs regulated a little bit better. Whatever. I would send my three daughters to play for Bob Knight. I would not. I, you would not. Uh, Larry Stacey should come back for a game next year. That'd be year. great, and I would I would congratulate him. Jared won the college bowl game pick and I'm better than you guys at pick for the second year in a row. I feel like I've done a pretty good job here summing this up. And lastly, I wish Iowa State was playing more relevant games in yeah. February. Yeah, so well, we that's, why we're, that's why we're talking about this stuff. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, uh, you're... You know, Mechdyne, uh, they're good people, and uh, my buddy Clint works there, and his daughter's like a surrogate uh, there kid in our house. Yeah, ABC, we call her. Summon everything. Always be close. And I think I did pretty good there. All right. I tied that up with a pretty bow. Tim, it's always a pleasure. Boys, always, you, it's man. so we fun. So fun. This was a this was a fun 20 minutes. <laughs> possibly the best one we've had we, all year. Man, we hit on everything. We did. It's fan- and now Bloom's real job's going to be uncomfortable oh, tomorrow. And, hold on, one more thing. Cheat. <laughs> uh, Chiefs won the Super Bowl. That was Chiefs won the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, I never thought I would see a day where I was rooting for the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, but I did. See, I'm not gonna lie to you, as a Chiefs fan, lifelong. 1983, when they drafted Todd Blackledge, I've never raged more in my life. I was seven years old. I was so mad. How would in you... the world did you become a Todd Blackledge? He's... I'm not a Todd Blackledge oh, fan. I was that... super angry. We could have oh, had Dan Marino. Okay, we could have like, traded thought, up for Elway. I Todd Blackledge was the reason you're a Chiefs fan. No, the opposite. Got That's it. just my first angry memory Got of being it. a fan. And happy for you. I honestly didn't know that I'd see him win in my lifetime. I really didn't. But you know, they did, and that's great. Now I'm just—it's done. I'm—I'm I'm done. Braves have won. Would you root for the Vikings in a for Super what? Bowl against who? Um, I'd have to hate the say, other team more. Wow. Yeah. See, I—it's amazing to me that I'm more mature than you are. Yeah, that's fair. That's because name, name, um, name the other team. The Vikings are playing. Who did you guys play? Who do we play in the Super you, Bowl? You played the 49ers. Okay, yeah. so the Vikings are playing the Chargers. Yeah, well, I'd I'd root for them because I don't like the Chargers. I'm not that guy that's like support the AFC West. I want them all to lose. So I'd well, I, I I went from Midwest to yeah, West that's right. That's what yeah, I, but the AFC West was so tough. But yeah, I'd root for the Vikings because I hate the Chargers. Yeah, so I was genuinely wanting my friends like you to experience the Super Bowl championship, but instead, like you had to just be hateful about it. But that's okay. I guess that tells the difference between you and me. Uh, he is Tim Mullen. Yeah, you're right. My team won and yours has. His is, <laughs> he's is from Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. Thanks, boys. Um, all right, love. I'm going to hand the mic back to Stansbury when we come back. All right. Cyclone Fanatic Radio here on 1460 KXNO 106.3 FM. Hello, Fanatics. It's Chris Williams. I want to tell you today about the Forever True for Iowa State campaign, a historic initiative by the Iowa State University Foundation to raise donations that will help benefit every aspect of the university. Cyclones everywhere are helping reach the unprecedented $1.5 billion goal. Yes, the cyclone spirit is a force to be reckoned with. More than 81,000 donors have given to the campaign thus far, including over 27,000 first-time donors. So far, these donors have gifted more than $1.2 billion. The Cyclone Energy 
is truly unstoppable. The campaign has achieved an amazing amount of success thanks to gifts of every size. The impact is seen all across campus too, from the South End Zone Club to the North End Zone Construction to the thousands of students who receive scholarship support. You can learn more at forevertrueisu.com because the world needs more Cyclone Spirit. Hey, Cyclone fans, it's Chris Williams. You've heard our friends from the Iowa pork producers. They've been coming on here for the last couple of years. I've been telling you guys about them. I've had the great opportunity to meet so many of our state's great pork producers over the last couple of years, and I've learned so much. One thing specifically, I didn't really know this before. I guess I probably should have, but these pigs are raised in environmentally controlled barns. That helps farmers care for the pigs. They protect the pigs from extreme temperatures, predators, you know, all that stuff. It is so high-tech, some of the stuff that our great pork producers are doing, and they're doing it all to feed our world. And, and, don't forget about this, so you can have some of that delicious Iowa pork at your tailgates coming up this fall. From everyone at Cyclone Fanatic, I'm Chris Williams saying thank you to our state's great pork producers. Hey Fanatics, it's Chris Williams here wanting to tell you about my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart. Did you know they moved into that new location? It's located at 156th and Hickman, still in Clive. What does this mean for you? Well, there's a beautiful new showroom. It's got all of your appliances, your audio and video needs, flooring needs, top-of-the-line appliances. I actually, wife and I bought a couple of those LG washer and dryers from there. We love them. Flooring, they did our floor. Lowest price in town, guaranteed. They've doubled their warehouse capacity. That means more in-stock items than ever. Come out and see the store in Clive. Meet with their highly trained and friendly sales staff. Whether you're updating your current home, building a new one, Nebraska Furniture Mart has what you're looking for. Head on out. See my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. You'll be very happy that you did. Hey guys, it's Chris Williams letting you know about Mechdyne IT Help Desk Services. Started by Iowa State graduates and diehard Cyclone fanatics over 22 years ago. Mechdyne's onshore team of U.S.-based experts provide quality IT support around the clock. After hours, IT support can be hit and miss, but Mechdyne offers a lot more than just answering service during your non-core hours. You'll actually receive the same level of IT support no matter what time of day you contact them. They space out your organization's IT team from those routine support tasks so that you can focus on growing your business. As a trusted consultant, bringing fresh ideas and cost-effective solutions to many day-to-day headaches of routine IT user support, check out mechdyne.com. That's M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E dot com. Hi, this is Dr. Thomas Greenwald, board-certified orthopedic sports medicine physician. For over 25 years, I've taken care of ISU athletes and am an official team physician of Iowa State athletes. I'm a proud supporter of Cyclone Nation. As an orthopedic surgeon, I specialize in musculoskeletal care for athletes of all ages, from high school to collegiate athletes to adult weekend warriors. Trust McFarland Orthopedic Sports Medicine and my colleagues Dr. Buck and Dr. Warmy and I for extraordinary sports injury care and rehabilitation. Visit us on the web at McFarlandSportsMedicine.com. Go Cyclones! 
What does it mean to you that Carl Chevrolet is the number one five-star platinum GM certified pre-owned dealer in Iowa? It means continued commitment to excellence. You can purchase your next GM certified pre-owned vehicle from the best. And our platinum quality and care means you never have to worry, period. We don't just rubber stamp your car certified. We'll show you over 172 reasons why. Our success is due to our constant process of doing things right and above GM standards every day for every customer. Come experience why more people in the nation drive one of our certified vehicles than any other GM dealer. Integrity, trust, satisfaction, and confidence. Find new roads at carlchevrolet.com. Carl Chevrolet, I-35, exit 90, in Ankeny, at The Rock. Your dealer for life, Carl Chevrolet. When it comes time for my friends and I to decide where we'll watch college football on a Saturday night, there is no better choice than Whiskey River in Ankeny. Whiskey River is the home of the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show again for the 2018 season and is the perfect spot for your get-together of all ages. Whiskey River's great food, satisfying drinks, friendly staff, and wall-to-wall TVs make deciding where to go a no-brainer for any situation. And don't forget, you can always join the Cyclone Fanatic staff on Thursday nights from 6 to 7 at Whiskey River in Ankeny. Hey guys, it's Williams here for the Iowa Clinic and the Iowa Clinic Men's Center. This is not just a standard like, oh, I'm going to endorse the Iowa Clinic. No, this is real. I've gone to the Iowa Clinic now for, well, basically since I moved up here. So we're pushing a decade now. Dr. Nicholson in Ankeny is my go-to guy. But I've also had other stuff, you know, specialists I have to go to, all that stuff. And you know why I need to go see the specialist? Because I'm a man and I go to the doctor because I want to be there for my two little girls. I want to be able to walk them down the aisle. I want to be there to hold their babies and be a grandpa someday. Be a man. Go to the doctor. IowaClinic.com. Tell them that Chris Williams and Cyclone Fanatic sent you their way. Welcome back to Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show, powered by Mechdyne, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNL 106.3 FM. Glad we got done with the conversation about financial advisors and everything. Yeah, you. Yeah, that was something. That was something. Do want to give a quick shout out to our friends at Carl Chevrolet if you're looking to buy a new or a pre-owned vehicle. Carl Chevrolet and Ankeny, Carl Chevrolet Stewart, carlchevrolet.com, carlchevroletstewart.com. Uh, can Iowa State win Saturday? I think they can. I think they can, too. I don't know if they will. Yeah, I don't know if they will. But, but tech, I, I tech, think they've, Tech struggles uh, enough to score. I'll say I think it'll be a close game with five minutes left. Whether or not that amounts to a win, I don't know. Do you agree with that? I do. I do. What do you think about the game Saturday morning? Well, not morning. Afternoon. Noon, I guess. You know... In Waco, I think Kansas rot. I think they're more talented, but Baylor's just tough. And down there, they'll actually have people there for that game. I think college Baylor, game days in town. Yeah, I think Baylor would be a couple point favorite. I just think that every time it, people keep doubting those guys, yeah. they keep on performing, and I don't put it past them. It would help if, if Macy Oteek plays. Yeah, um, I think that's a question mark. But I would say long term, I think Kansas's prospects are better. When that one game in Waco, I think Baylor wins it. If they win that, do they go eighteen and zero? No, I think they. I still think they got to slip up somewhere. Now I don't. I haven't looked exactly what four they would have left. They are the first team in big since it's the crazy, the current right? Big Twelve format mm-hmm. to to go thirteen and zero. 
And I don't think anybody's been better than 16-2. and two. I looked it up, and there's there's only been a handful of teams that have even won 14 right. games to so win the is, tournament or win the league. This is pretty wild. Credit to Scott yeah. Drew, and, but I, I think they win another one. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Thanks to our friends at Dime for being the presenting sponsor of the Cyclone Fanatic radio program. Thanks to Tyler back in the studio for being our producer. We'll talk to you guys again next week here, same time, same place, 6 to 7 on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM.